Hello, welcome to The Word on the Street, an awesome chance to engage with the Bible for you and your kids. Time to turn your spare time into God's time, and here to help is your host, Anna Ware. I could spend hours and hours reading a really good novel, but when I pick up the Bible, I often struggle to focus. Are you a little bit like that too? I know that I could spend hours watching TV, but when it comes to watching a sermon, I do struggle to stay focused. Why is that? How can we be so interested in things that don't really matter? Stories that aren't even true. But when it comes to important things like God, we struggle to focus. Well, it could be that Satan doesn't want us to do those things. He doesn't want us to read our Bibles or pray or to learn more about him. could be that Satan tempts us, distracts us, and tries anything to get us to stop spending time with God. Or it could be that we just don't realise how important spending time with God is. Loving God is extremely important. Love is central to being a Christian. Loving God and loving others is the way that Jesus sums up the law. God wants us to put him first. He wants us to make him a priority. What does that mean? It means spending time with him, acknowledging God as Lord, boss, creator, king. What else can we do for God? The first four commandments talk about loving God. Last episode, we talked about the first two. And this episode, we're going to be looking at commandment three and four. Number three and four are things that God has specifically asked us to do. Exodus chapter 20, verses 7 to 11. Here they are. Commandment number three. God says, Do not misuse my name. I am the Lord your God, and I will punish anyone who misuses my name. Here's number four. Remember that the Sabbath day belongs to me. You have six days when you can do your work, but the seventh day of each week belongs to me, your God. No one is to work on that day. Not you, your children, your slaves, your animals, or the foreigners who live in your towns. In six days I made the sky, the earth, the oceans and everything in them, but on the seventh day I rested. That's why I made the Sabbath a special day that belongs to me. So we can read here that Sabbath is a day invented by God. Before God said this, people were working seven days a week. Have you ever worked seven days a week? Going to school Monday to Friday and then being really busy doing chores all weekend. It's exhausting. Even God rested after he made the world. This commandment about Sabbath is actually a gift. How amazing that God wants us to rest. Except it's not just resting, is it? He wants the day to be about him, drawing near to him, spending time with him. What does that mean? What do you think? Today we are going to play a game called Yes or no. And all you need to do is think about the question that I'm going to ask you and you can say yes or no. 
The first question is, on your day of rest, is it rest if you go to church? What do you think? Yes or no? The second question is this, on your day of rest, is it rest if you feed your pet? Yes or no? What do you think? What do you think about this third one? On your day of rest, is it rest if you play sport, like riding a bike, going for a swim, dancing, walking? What do you think? Last one. On your day of rest, is it rest if you go to the shop for some food? What do you think? Now, if you weren't sure of some of the answers, don't worry, you are not alone. There have been many, many debates over the centuries about what is considered rest and what isn't. And the Jews and Pharisees weren't sure either, so they began to make lots of rules so they could define it a bit more. They wanted to obey God perfectly. Jesus actually came and he clarified it a bit for us as well. And Jesus says that the day of rest was created for people. So don't get too hung up on it, but just make sure that you have a restful day that is different to all your other days and devote that day to God. Today's story. When I was a teenager, I loved reading biographies. I devoured them. I would read one after another after another. And each one left me thinking about different things. And one of the biographies I read was about a lady called Susanna Wesley. Now, when she was born, she had 24 older brothers and sisters. She was the youngest of 25 children in her family. She was born a long, long time ago, about 350 years. She was married when she turned 19, and she had 19 babies, but nine died. Her house actually burnt down twice, because in those days they didn't have fire alarms and they had to have fires to be able to keep warm in the winter. Susanna was always busy. She was busy looking after all her children. She was busy cooking and cleaning and teaching them about the Bible. She managed the family's finances because her husband kept getting them into debt, borrowing money from other people and they're not paying it back. Her husband was a minister of a church, but he did actually go to jail two times. One minister came to look after her husband's church while he was away and Susanna felt like her children weren't learning about the Bible properly, so she began her own scripture lessons on Sunday afternoons. More and more people started coming to visit those lessons, and she had her own little gathering in her house going. Susanna loved the Lord so much that she decided it was important to spend time with God, reading his word, thinking, praying, just being with the Lord. This is the thing that I remember from all those years ago. Susanna decided that she could split up her time into three. Part one was all her duties that she had to do. Part two was spending time with God. And part three was leisure. And she decided that she would add up all her leisure time. That's time for yourself to do what you want to do. And she would make sure that she spent just as much time with God 
as she spent time doing what she wants to do. As a teenager, reading that, I had a lot of leisure time. I had a lot of extra time for myself to do whatever I wanted. And I thought, my goodness, if I spent that much time with God, I'd be spending six, seven, eight hours every day with God, over the weekends especially. And that's such a long time. What would I do? But the more time you put into something, the better you get at it. If you're going to put time into God, the better you're going to be at living for God. And the same can be said for the words that you say. The more you practice speaking encouraging words, the better you're going to get at it. That leads us back to the first part of the passage. Do not misuse my name, says God. I am the Lord your God and I will punish anyone who misuses my name. This is another way that we can love God. We can love him by spending time with him on the Sabbath and we can love him by not misusing his name. What that means is simply to use God's name respectfully. We can call God God. An example of not using God's name respectfully or misusing God's name is by calling on God when you don't really mean it. Have you ever heard of somebody saying, Oh God, when something bad or surprising happens? Jesus is another thing that people say when they're disappointed by something. I can imagine that people who used to say these things really were chatting with God. I know in our society in Australia, it's become more of a habit than anything, like saying bless you after a sneeze. It doesn't even make sense. The thing is, God deserves our respect. And an easy way that we can do that is by calling him what he wants to be called. So we can call him Jesus, God, Father. We can even call him Dad or Daddy when we come to him. But when we're not coming to him, let's not use his name. I know adult Christians who turned to Christ later on in life when they were adults. And all through their childhood and teenage years, they were in the habit of saying, Oh God, or Jesus Instead of a swear word, really, or instead of saying, oh, no, or that's terrible. And that habit is really hard to kick. Those people have really struggled to get out of the habit. Get in good habits while you're still young and just say something else. It might seem little to you, but to God, he's made it one of his Ten Commandments. So it's really important to God. So let's love him by not misusing his name. Question time. Question number one. Is there anything about your language that might be good to change? Do you have any words that you might like to stop saying? And what word do you think you might replace it with? Question two. What can you do on your rest day to devote it to God? Keep loving the Lord, keep showing him love, keep using his name with respect and just keep on practicing. All we can do is try our best and pray that God can help us because with his strength, anything is possible. Next week, I will be bringing you an episode on loving your parents. That is a commandment as well. Can't wait to bring you that next week. Well, we have come to the end of this episode, but it doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. Why not take a moment now to think about what you can take away from today's talk? 
Oh, and if you want to discover more episodes and resources, head on over to the Word on the Street website. There's a link in the show notes, and you'll also find there a copy of today's passage. Thanks for being part of the Word on the Street. We're really looking forward to you joining us again real soon. You've been listening to the Eternity Podcast Network. EternityPodcasts.com.au